Hey, Lauren. Hey, Mayan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Your hair looks、oh、so awesome right God. now. Oh my God! You know what? I'm gonna take a picture、so、because I've had the worst, at least four hair days. Like definitely, Saturday was awful. Sunday was a nightmare. Like like awful, like、oh, no. beyond awful. And finally, yesterday and today, I think I finally started using some deep. Uh, hair conditioning treatments that are doing what they need to be doing, and and etc. Anyways, listen. Thank you for the compliment. I just want to stress how bad my hair has looked and how badly I、yeah. have felt. Well, you never would guess it looking、thank、at、you. it now. Just thank you, Sita. And you look、mm. uh, yet again like you haven't had two children. This is getting so old.、Uh, well. As I told you before, I certainly have them, and they are certainly running me、oh、through the ringer. Oh my god!、Right、like now, what? Any、so. specifics? Um. Well, my three-year-old is really pushing the boundaries of my sanity and and sanity. Your murdering abilities. Vow of nonviolence <laughs> towards children, and <laughs> he's just like testing. He's like,、nah, and like throws stuff at me when I'm like, please don't throw that at mommy. And then he throws、oh、it at me、God. with a smile on his face. That's hilarious. So you know that kind of special brand. And then my poor darling innocent three four month old is just sick, so she wakes me up all night. Okay, so that's it. I'm a mom. Boring, boring. Much more interesting is talking about confidence versus cockiness. Which, if people have been dutiful listeners, like I hope they have been, we brought this up in our last podcast because I can't remember what the context God only knows, was. But, but we're quick to deliver, just... deliver. That's the point. Yes, yes. She casually. Oh no! It was our um. It was our club life podcast. My aunt like casually tosses out like, "Well, of course, you know, I get in because I'm pretty." And and I was like, "Oh, you're so God, okay you make me feel so、that. ashamed about it." <laughs> <laughs> good, good. We're gonna lay this all bare, including my own insecurities. So it'll be good. Well, basically, I think we needed to talk about this. We need to like really just like put this out there and say, okay, well, my honor, are you being confident? Or are you being cocky? And and、um, what what does it mean when I feel uncomfortable with saying something like that? Right, and therefore, what、that? does it mean for humanity at large? Right. Yes, and how does one survive being? Cocky, or encountering those who are cocky. So, do we have factoids? We have factoids. We have quotes. We have all sorts of really great stuff to just spark conversation <laughs> and debate. So smart of you. <laughs> yeah. So, oh god. oh god, what if I actually sounded like that? What if、like、you、that? did? You know what would happen? Our listenership would plummet. <laughs> I don't know, Mayan. I think they might really、oh、like it.、God. Okay, so I found a really interesting article from PsychCentral.com, and they parse out the difference between cockiness and confidence. And their theory, this author's theory, was that both of those, while they seem sort of the same outwardly, they come from different places. So arrogance is、um, one. Result of building self-esteem from outward sources such as financial privilege. Or so, like a snooty、praise. little kid who went to private school, arrogance. Right, and you're rich, so you feel like, like you're better than somebody.、Okay. Exactly.、Um, however, yank the external support system away, and the person's sense of self-worth goes right, with that's it. That's like so. That's like one. Sure.、Test. That's like、um, Moses's brother or something. 
Yeah. Ramesses? Maybe. <laughs> the pharaoh who would not let his people <laughs> go. Right. Let my people go. Oh. go. Oh, that brings to mind the wonderful animated film by DreamWorks, Prince of Egypt. I have. And it's that, really not bad. I mean, it was good. It's... It's beyond not bad. It's like mm, I was we actually cannot discussing this say with that my it sister. holds up to Lion King or or Aladdin. No. However, I think it is one of the few animated films that really can be watched as an adult quite happily without sort of getting bored. It's like a very adult, grand sort that's of. That's awesome. I'll have to rewatch it. That's beautiful. And to then watch. it also reminds me, of, of course, um, the Emperor's New Groove, <laughs> which is. The most different film one no, could that's possibly Egypt. compare. That's like Pharaoh stuff. No, it's not. It's not Egypt. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, that's Me right. It's the Incas. I forgot. That's right. It's yeah. the Incas. Whatever. Same thing. Empire. Empires. Empires. All brown people. <laughs> Empires from long ago. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Those two could not be more tonally different than like, oh, <laughs> Did you did you see the new Care Bear special? It's just like Psycho, where she like stabs him in the shower. Okay, moving Definitely, on. That was a terrible analogy. Talking- Go on. It was terrible. So, okay. You build true self-confidence from within and project it to the world. Confident people have a realistic picture of their own traits and abilities and trust themselves enough to respond to life nice. authentically. Right? They learn from failure rather than letting it define them, and they forge ahead so They a sound like wiser. awesome people, basically. These confident folk. Right. Like, confidence is all you'd ever need, and you're amazing if you have confidence. Um, oh, I thought this was interesting. A hallmark of the genuinely self-assured person is the ability to admit to a mistake without excessive apologizing or rationalization. Oh my God, that is so fascinating. Can I just say like, okay, so I used to do this yeah. PA work, right? The production work. Yeah. And when I first oh started, gosh. I remember like what happens to me in some circumstances. My voice gets really high, right? I act like a five-year-old, like, please don't hurt me. And I apologize for everything that I do wrong. But even as I'm doing it, I can tell that it's an act, you know, that I'm doing for myself even. But I remember like the person, a boss above me, like got irritated and was like, and um, please stop apologizing every time I say something. Like very, like very meanly said it to me. First of all, he was an asshole anyway. So like there are better ways of saying it. But anyways, he did Uh say that. But I was working with um, some an intern actually yesterday at at my job who is adorable and wonderful, mm-hmm. but she is just starting out yeah. and she does apologize for everything. And I was so like, kind of wow, that, sorry, that do annoying. I do this? Like I was like, that is like, I was just thinking about it that I was really <laughs> annoying. Like not, you know, like, apologizing all the time is a pain in the fucking ass. Basically. Can you, can you like, mimic what you mean by apologizing for yeah everything. like i'll be like like oh can you um send me three articles for me to pick one just like oh yeah sorry i was about to do that i'm like you don't have to apologize like i'm just asking for it for the first time i you i don't expect you to read my mind it's completely fine no apology needed i also i have a friend who does that who says who apologizes for everything and i almost get to the point where i feel like it's a power move on her in part? a way yes because she'll be like sorry i sorry i'm burdening you with all me i'm just talking about myself sorry or 
Oh, I'm being so so nosy. Sorry. Wait, that sounds like or, a complete you know, not something. sorry though. Like my intern is totally apologizing very sweetly. Maybe then it's not a genuine sorry. Yours friend I guess is not it's at more all genuine of the, sorry. I guess not. And that's why I call it a power move because it's sort of I'm putting you in a position in which of course I'm going to say, "No, no, it's fine." Right. You can talk all you want about right, yourself well, or no, no, it's fine to well, cry. Well, actually I feel like it, it is valid what you're saying. These are the my situation because I did kind of feel like I don't want to keep saying it's okay. I just want to get these fucking articles, right? And I I'm sure you're oh beyond. Excuse me, it's her first day and she's like 12 years old. She's adorable. (laughs) She is forgiven for everything. But I think I think it is almost like an insurance policy of saying sorry because unless you're a cold-hearted bitch, you're not going to be like, how dare you? You know, you're going to say, no, no, it's right, fine. Right, right, You kind of force someone's hand, whether you sure, mean to Sure, absolutely. Absolutely. You're looking for absolvents so, of whatever. Yes, you're looking for absolvents. So I'm not sure this really ties in perfectly to the whole that person being cocky or arrogant, but it's it's a sign of insecurity, which I think is tied to cockiness rather than confidence so can we have a very clear so so the clear distinction between cocky and confident is that it seems like confidence is this kind of smooth wave of energy that's like constant and you have it and you carry it with you despite all these things and cockiness seems to be externally driven it's externally driven it's it's actually rooted in insecurity cocky people are not confident because they need to exude this cockiness in order to feel good right, about Right, which I think probably comes, like, stems the expression cock forward. What? What expression <laughs> is cock forward? Wait a minute, forward? does that not exist? <laughs> what? <laughs> that expression doesn't exist. Not at all, to my knowledge. At nope. some point during this podcast, I'm positive that cock forward exists. And what that means is that a guy who's just like cock forward, like he's ballsy. That sounds like he has a giant boner and he's bumping the boner into people as he walks along. Cock forward. It's disgusting. No, what it, it means is awful. that you're ballsy. Well, I love this new strange phrase that you've introduced <laughs> me to and we'll we'll double check to see okay, if Okay, fine. Anyway, um, so... Go on. All right. So moving on. This was a cool article from Lifehack, which I, I really like this website. Um, they have all sorts of tips and tricks. And they had this article on how to be confident. That's being what con- we want. Cocky. That's what we're looking for. Yes. Yes. A little more how to, if you will. I wasn't sure. I wasn't so impressed by this list, but I think we can sort of augment it as we go through it. So As we would. I mean, we can always improve. <laughs> Because we're so confident, not cocky. So first off, they say you need to know your strengths in order to be confident. Totally, one hundred percent agree. That's why I'm saying, like, I'm pretty. Like, what do you want? Okay, maybe that's not a strength, but it's definitely a fact. Right. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds awful. See what I mean? See what I mean? It's so funny, though, Mayan. Like. Hearing it out loud does sound really awful. <laughs> right. I mean, but it, like, ladies and gentlemen, if you see my on, like, it, 
it's kind of like a non like it's just it is a fact like Mayan is a beautiful woman but, I, but that's where I think it's so like you're pretty that- too like most of the people I know are pretty and I don't mean that in a selective manner like so many people are pretty that's true like so many people pretty I don't think yes. it's a big deal to say that you're pretty like okay. there are people you see I mean, and they're I guess like if you- deeply unattractive and I'm like poor poor person because like everyone yeah. has some like redeeming like gorgeous eyes or like a distinguishing nose or whatever like you know they manage to work with whatever and then I think they're pretty so I don't think it's so I don't think it's a big deal to say pretty all right I think maybe that's getting at the crux of it because I in my mind when someone's like I'm pretty I see it as like a huge compliment to yourself and I don't know why I think it's just my particular upbringing and influences and insecurities but i totally know what right, you okay. mean by the fact that it's like not that huge of a right i'm not deal. saying i'm the most beautiful woman in the world prettier than angelina <laughs> jolie <laughs> i mean that would be a gross statement <laughs> okay right right okay you're not saying that for sure so but All know right, your so strengths forget beauty beauty might not be a know strength. your strengths although it can be with men in a bar i don't know to get drinks or whatever it is it's it gives you an advantage in certain ways so you know that about yourself and right and i think it's important to know that rather than pretend to the world and to yourself that you aren't right i mean and what right? are other strengths that we can talk about other than like the questionable beauty strength well okay so for example i don't feel comfortable saying that i'm pretty like, even just saying it, I'm like, but I'm not sometimes. But I do feel comfortable saying I'm a good writer. Great. So you you're know? confident in your writing skills, abilities. And I feel like it's something I can say because I have it validated back to me from the fact that I make a, a living off of it. Right. I and I feel like actually that's I feel like that's a huge thing that you're mentioning, which is for confidence to be established as such it needs some kind of feedback with the world right you have to have gotten like validated over time that you are awesome at writing or that you are a great actor and you've gotten roles right or that you are contracting that your taste in interior design is great and you're getting hired like you do need a little like cockiness maybe it's all externally driven and if the external is gone it's gone but to build the confidence you do need some kind of a mirroring with the world right that's what gets tricky because how on earth are you supposed to develop confidence if you never get any messaging from anyone else or anything else but who is who is this lost poor person who never gets any (laughs) positive feedback about anything (laughs) i don't think they exist but i think what i'm running into what I'm kind of grappling with is this idea that I think is like, you know, paraded about in like feel good, uh, in the feel good culture of like, you should always love yourself. And like, you don't need anyone else's approval. You just have to like, all your confidence should come from you, 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 and like you build yourself up and you decide what's what. And that all sounds really great, except I don't think it's actually possible. Right. I mean, I think there's a bit of like the chicken and the egg, scenario in this right where it's like you do like maybe for me to be able to or for one to be able to feel confident about things and feel completely like self 
reliant and self like self-assured about one's strengths like you had to have had something positive for you to be that like without without having had some positive feedback i don't know if you can be so self-assured it's it's almost like you need a little push you need a push you need the pump to be primed or you have or it could be something that makes you so happy that you don't need you don't Ooh, need any external that's interesting i mean but i don't okay reference. so for like here's an example where i see that with actors they love acting more than anything they love it mm-hmm. and they're like i don't care what's gonna happen in my life this is what i want to do but yeah. i have yet to meet any actor who's not at all who's completely unaffected or not bogged down by the rejection or something who just like go along their merry right. way despite not having any external validation. Right. I mean, that almost, that just asks too much of a human being's. Right. I think it denies, yeah, it psyche. denies the social aspect of our humanity. Right. We're, we're social animals. We need some feedback from the rest of right, us. Right. But so, then, but so then maybe that new agey, there's something in that new agey thing that, I don't I don't think there's like something wrong in the new age concept or if what is more quote unquote wrong about it is our interpretation of it. Oh, you mean the feel good like yeah, love yourself. Yeah, like la-da. I would venture yeah. to say that most of us sort of superficially interpret that to mean we don't need anyone or something. But do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I I think there's truth in it, but I think it's there has to be some element of what you said like an outside outside input for you to be able to sustain that self-love yeah or even if yeah i don't know even if it came at first you know and then maybe you're like okay i'm set (laughs) thanks thank you for the thanks for the love (laughs) mom 30 (laughs) years my mom said i was good at acting (laughs) just gonna go all right so this is we could go on and on but here's the next thing this article recommended was to know your limitations, even more importantly. Know your limitations. Right. Not just your strengths. So, right. This is key in not being cocky. Nice. Because I think cocky people have zero understanding of their own flaws and they just parade around not realizing that, you know, they're selfish, they're boorish, they're, you know, dull, etc. Right. Do you have a really good example of someone? Oh, yes. I have like the perfect cocky person in my mind who shall remain completely nameless. But this friend of mine, he is completely cocky and has absolutely no sense of where it makes sense and where it doesn't make sense for him to be that confident. That's my interpret. That's my experience of him. You know, very personal, obviously. Sure. Um, but I agree with that, you know, with knowing your limitations. I mean, and I feel like that goes what into are like his asking for help when you need it. What are his limitations that you think he's not seeing? Um, for example, he'll date. Too no, first of all, I doubt he's a listener. Probably because he's too cocky to be a listener. <laughs> um, but like, and I think many men are like this. I've, I've actually had many male friends say this, that they date a younger girl. You know, they date a younger girl and they say, I don't know if it's going to work out because she's younger. You know, she was so young. I mean, I've had like a friend of mine just said that definitely a few months ago as well. And he was like, 
you know, plus she was younger. Like with like failing to see that they have plenty of immaturity as well. So he's like so cocky that or these these two friends of mine actually were so cocky that they were like better than because of their higher number of years on the planet mm. but they're so incredibly immature in so many ways and relationships and love and whatnot and it just felt like like they're they probably have the maturity level of a sure five year old when they're really yeah and so he's dating this girl who's 23 and he's like ah but she hasn't lived and i'm like mm, you haven't either so you know <sighs> so i feel like he but he doesn't know that as a limitation he doesn't know that he's in relationships and emotionally from my perspective, so young. Gotcha. I I think I've met very similar, especially men. Right. So, all right. So Although no girls limitations. fall, my by the way, know? into the same thing, but on the opposite. They're like, he's older, so much more mature. I'm like, <laughs> good luck. Good luck with that. Okay. Well, moving on, the next, uh, the next step to being confident but not cocky is to get a crew. What does that mean? A crew say? cut? Okay, there's a little explanation here. Nothing is better than having people around that can keep you accountable and can speak up when you're becoming oh. too full of yourself. You need people around you that aren't afraid to tell you the truth about yourself Who call and your situation. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Who call bullshit? I totally agree with that. I agree with it too, but I I don't know if I've really had an experience with a friend where they're like, Lauren, no, that's true. That I, I think I've done that with, a new, with you and you've done that with me. Yes. You sure? You're right. You're right. Well, it's just, I don't think either of us have ever been like, and I'm so great, and I'm this, and I'm that, and I'm hot shit, and then the other one's been like, listen, you're not hot shit. <laughs> no, but what has like, happened, what, like, I've been like, and I feel like I'm completely over that, or something. And you might be like, right. but weren't you upset about that last week? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, right. Yes, that's true. No, it's, yeah, I think I've definitely relied on you, especially in, like, fights with other friends or disagreements. It's very good to sort of be like, oh, man, here's the situation. Am I am I in the right? I feel like I'm in the right. I'm definitely in the right, right? And you'll be like, mm, not not really. Or you're very good at presenting the other side and making me realize that I'm not just completely this angel that hasn't ever done anything wrong ever. <laughs> ever. Which is, I think, what my form of cockiness takes shape mm, as. What? Like, you know? basically blameless, errorless? Blamelessness. Oh, yes. Not so much sure. I'm... Yeah. Sure. I think so, that... You're no, part of yeah, my crew. I feel like maybe that's why you and I are so chummy. Like, that's definitely one of my things, too, is, like, the I'm so good at being, like, you did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. <laughs> you know, like, and how could yeah. he do, you know? I mean, yeah, yes, how? How would right. I? I would that never. That sort of thing. You know, so then I'm, like, I would self-righteous never. about something. Yes. But I feel like getting a crew, which is a funny little expression, a little, little man. call a spade a spade. Let's be their crew and say that would be a great <laughs> term. Let's email them. Um, and right, and having people who because I think what what happens definitely with cockiness or how cockiness grows mm -hmm. is kind of in your mind, right? So you're just like sitting at home yes. and you're like, 
and then I'll get a ring, and then I'll become a queen, and then everyone will be a disciple under me, you know, or something. But then you like voice that out loud to the general public, and people are like, you're out of your mind. So there's like this reality check that happens when you yeah. voice those kind of private but not so private thoughts, you know, yes. that, that then I think you hear them too and they might sound a little silly or a little grandiose. It's very true. Yeah, and I think it was – you hit the nail on the head with that, the phrase I would never because I think, you know, for me I'm like, I'm not cocky at all. I'm not cocky at all. I don't ever do that. But yeah, I – I get on this like spiral train of thought when, and it's a feel, it's, it's a form of superiority mm. feeling superior is like, oh, I would never do that to anybody. I would never like do X, Y, Z that, you know, this person just did. And how right. dare they? I would never. Like how me, dare, me, me, me. never, always, how dare? like those right. are all like. Never and always. <laughs> Highly immature words. So, and okay, so the next two steps I think are a little lame, But you can say them anyways. But I'll just tell them. Yeah, okay, log your successes what? and failures. So they're suggesting you basically have a notebook <laughs> and you like track your accomplishments over the weeks, months, and years <laughs> to further solidify the idea that you are by no means worthless, but also to review your past failures and keep your cockiness at bay and show you actually can So this sounds off. like for people who are cocky, actually. It almost sounds like a how to not be cocky if you have cockiness as a well, problem. either or. It's also for people who are like, I'm not good at anything. I don't do anything. Like people who really have zero confidence should probably write down in their yeah. little notebook that, yep, you actually were able to. I don't know why it sounds. That's really interesting. I feel like, you know, like I can imagine the a little tip of like log this and log that about your home right and like what you what habits in your home do you feel good for you and what like I could imagine that tip kind of working but for some reason this sounds so lame because because I think it's so socially based and you're like I feel like because you do need kind of an external mirror a little bit or like you need someone to call your bull like with the crew Having all this in, like, the yeah. privacy of your room with a notebook feels like, don't you have a friend that you could talk? Like, there's some, you know what I mean? There's something, like, it doesn't fit this subject yeah. for it to be, like, you and your notebook discussing confidence. I 100% agree and think, like, the person was reaching quite a the bit. The life hacker person? With that one. Yeah, life hacker, like, I'm not so convinced. And then their next one was be mindful. <laughs> check, so check. Which is, like, <laughs> like... That's like anything. Want to lose weight? Be mindful and stay like, grounded. Want to have better relationships? Be mindful and stay that's like grounded. <laughs> Want to save the planet? Be mindful and stay grounded. It's like, okay, and how? Like, that's the biggest question. <laughs> how am I going to be mindful? How am I going to stay grounded? Those are like yeah. books and it's just lessons. Yeah, sure. Generic. That's like, I'm lazy. But I'm done with this. I already gave you two ways of improving on this. <laughs> They should have just yeah. stopped at the three. Okay, sorry, guys. Sorry to give you these, like, very poor points of advice. Um, we're going to move on to some very inspiring oh, quotes. And, you know, we can sort of, my God, I want to see what you think of them. I, I thought they were kind of good and appropriate for this uh, this episode's theme. So, good old C.S. Mm. Lewis, writer of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. I love, I love says, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Did yes, you read the whole and I watched series? the movies. I think I, it was like BBC or something. 
the yeah. really old one with the animatronic lion. It was really old. And Lucy had like huge yes. cheeks. Do you remember? Yes. And they called like the beaver guys were like little men in like beaver suits. They're like, oh, oh my God, they were Adam. so scary. Aslan. That's right. <laughs> right. Anyways, C.S. Lewis. Such a good show. He says, humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself oh. less. So humility, it seems almost like if you take cockiness and add humility, you get confidence. I think humility is a very important element to ward off against cockiness. Mm -hmm. So I like this idea that, no, don't tear yourself down. Just stop being so fixated Mm -hmm. on yourself. You know what? I think it's such a brilliant quote because, because I think... People can have a sort of, um, like, if you're called out on being cocky or, like, or or somehow you're con- or someone is calling you out on what you feel confident about, I think you can so right. easily get to, like, self-flagellation about the whole thing. Do you know I mean? Like, I'm not good yes. at this after all. Or, like, I'm not, you know. <laughs> but maybe it's just about not paying as much attention to that, like, like, if you haven't built yourself up so high by thinking of yourself all the time and how awesome you are, in a way, that won't tear you down that much. Right. Well, I just think focusing on yourself too much is unhealthy anyway. Like, get your head out of your right, ass. Right, right. That's just simpler. Yes. But I like no, you. Yeah, I went around in a thousand circles. Go on. Next. <laughs> all right. Here's another one. This is... By author Christy Hartman, who wrote a book, It's Not Him, It's You. (laughs) That's good. Sounds good. Haven't read it. Don't confuse confidence with arrogance. Arrogance is being full of yourself, feeling you're always right, and believing your accomplishments or abilities make you better than other people. People often believe arrogance is excessive confidence, but it's really a lack of confidence. Arrogant people are insecure and often repel others. Truly confident people feel good about themselves and attract others to them. That's like very simple and true. Right? Like, I can't argue with right. anything she said there. She, she kind of distilled mm-hmm. it all down. Like, we could just have the podcast <laughs> right now. Like, Thanks, Christy. <laughs> Bye. Right. But it's true. I think what, I think what strikes, the only thing that strikes me about that little paragraph that I haven't thought of is the, and repel others. Because yes. I have, a, like, this same friend who's incredibly cocky who will, yeah. like, tell me, like, oh, let's, like, hang out or something. And I'm like, great. And I'll think of inviting other people. And all those people, when I tell them that this friend is going to be there, are like, oh, I'm not coming. Uh-huh. Like, that's how much he repels people. Now, why I was just thinking the person? same thing. First of all, I haven't <laughs> hung out with him for a, probably years. Um, okay. And I think it's because... Well, why, why I did was because I found him endearing. Like, I, I saw through the cockiness and probably I saw, like, the insecurity and I was just endeared by the whole thing. Yeah. But then I think what happened a few years ago is that <clears throat> I felt like the cockiness lash out on me. You know? Like, I was, okay. I was, I became, yeah. like, part of the problem or something. And so mm. then I was like, mm. and I think I just kind of took a distance. You know, we're, I think we would still yeah. be considered friends, but. But I think that's really telling 
And I think important to say that, like, cocky people aren't monsters. I know very many, I've encountered cocky people that I do like, and I still enjoy them because, like you said, you can see through that cockiness. You know where it's coming from, and you sort of mm-hmm. sympathize with what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, I can, th- I, can th- I can be very so, endearing. Um. <clears throat> yeah, as long as it doesn't, like, like you said, come around and hit you in yeah, the face. Yeah, right. So here's a funny, here's like a little funny summary by Tim Schneider. Uh, confidence is a nice suit. Arrogance is that same suit with suspenders, Italian loafers, and uh-huh. So like flashy. <laughs> yeah. Like all dressed up, uh-huh. way overdone. Cute. Um, oh, here's a, this is a nice explainer for that previous little thing I had about humility. This is by Norman E. Bowie. Business ethics for dummies. The fragile line between confidence and arrogance is humility. Mm, the line between. Mm-hmm. That's right? interesting. It's funny how much humility is part of this whole concept. It truly is. It's kind of getting at the, like, which way it goes. Confidence Right, or and it's not, okay, what humility, or at least for me, like, humility means is that you have a... You have a sensor of where you stand relative to others and the world, and right? So, like, if you have that sensor, like, I will not say I'm the most beautiful woman in the world because I know Angelina <laughs> exists or whoever, <laughs> Natalie Perfect Portman. I don't know. So, oh, so right. like, and that's, like, but, I'm, okay. I will have humility from that, right? I won't walk on the streets and be like, you know. Yeah, but you know what's interesting, Mayan, is I think there's something about physical beauty and saying, like, I'm pretty, which for, I don't know why it does this it's in my not mind, but humility. I feel like it's almost, it's not humility, <sighs> but it is knowing your strengths, it is knowing, like, one of your attributes, but why is it that when you say that, it seems mm. cocky? I think because, here's what it is, I think it's because you had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, you're born mm, with mm-hmm. your looks, and there's people who are born with mm-hmm. bad looks, with ugly looks. And to say something, like, casually, I feel like, oh, well, that must hurt feelings, hurt the feelings of people who are less attractive and can do nothing about it. Maybe that's where it's coming mm, from. Oh, my God. I feel like my world is getting cracked open. <laughs> Blowing your mind. Blowing yeah. your mind. With like the humility gun. Um, yeah, I think that makes sense. I feel like looking at it that way, first of all, there's no humility in it. Even though I feel like I'm just stating a fact, there is no humility in it, in my expression of it, right? And then because, right. because it's a fact that i did nothing for right it's not a it's not really a strength right that i developed or i mean i don't know frankly i think right physical or mental strength like maybe those could be lumped together those are you're born with those right like you were born being a good writer or at least being good with words or liking to read or whatever that kind of came with you sure yeah um no but if but the question i think also is about humility like it matters as much what you think versus, I mean, versus what you say, right? Like humility is, like, what if I'm like, I don't say that I'm pretty, but I think it. 
or I don't forget pretty. Like I don't say that I'm smart, but I think I'm smart. Let's say. Okay. So I, that for okay. all intents and purposes, I'm very humble, right? I have humility. But my but yeah, no one's but- up in my head where I'm like thinking that I'm smart. Right. And I would almost prefer you to just say what you think rather than because false humility is the worst. Like, no, I'm I'm not this. I'm not, I'm not smart. But I'm that's more even like, more. That's pushing it. That's, that's like denying. Sure. Versus like bringing it I up. Mean, <laughs> right. But the, I guess I'm saying I would rather you be honest than then just be thinking to yourself that you're superior or whatever. Not even superior, just I think it's better to say your attributes matter-of-factly if it comes up, right? Like if it's in the conversation, which it was, let's just use the example of you talking about the club scene and how you get in because you're pretty. It would be stupid for you to be like, I guess I just get in. Because I'm good with people. Because I'm, right, I'm a people person. Like, okay, that that's part of it. But let's call a spade a spade and say that the club scene values beauty and you happen to have... So how does humility fit in there? That's a good question. I feel like your humility is knowing that you're not above where you <gasps> Oh, no. Are. I got it. Look, I think humility is when that... Thing that you know about yourself, that strength, whether it be your intelligence, your your um, way with people, or you know your cooking abilities, like when you know that, when you know you possess that, but you don't see it as power over people. I think when you see it as something that that makes you better than, that's arrogance. Mm, so it's not about okay, knowing okay. those things or even speaking about them. I think it's about using it as like a power move or like a weapon or like even in your mind, like, well, you know, I think everyone should come here for dinner because I'm a better cook than she is or something. Right. Or I would say, okay, so I'm thinking about like, I've interviewed scientists who are at the top of their game, you know, who are like the the smartest scientists in Mm -hmm. their field and they're... And some of them are incredibly humble because they just, you know what? They don't even have to say it. They just talk about their work and they acknowledge other people's work too. And it's, they don't need, they let their strengths speak for themselves. That's humility, right? So I, th- I just think that it's knowing your strengths, but not having to brag about them. Right. Not flaunting them. And in that, in turn, knowing your strengths automatically gives you confidence. Mm-hmm. Which gets back to the cocky versus mm-hmm. confidence. And that gets back thing. to the suit, which is flaunting, right? Flaunting the fancy suit versus just right. wearing it. Right. Woohoo. So, I mean, Mayan, would you consider yourself, I mean, this is, I know what our answers are going to be, but would you consider yourself cocky, confident, or neither, or both? Well, I would consider myself, um, unintentionally cocky sometimes like like appearance wise like people think I might be cocky but I'm like no I don't mean it I'm just being honest or something so like but I do feel that I am sometimes interpreted as cocky 
even though I don't, I really okay, don't yes. feel like I'm being that. And I don't feel like I'm lording anything above anyone. I don't think I'm flaunting, you know. So I disagree with that label, right. and I'm like, I feel like I'm sensitive to it, but I can see that people Aww. might think that. So I think that I am confident about my strengths, but I think that there are so many areas where I want reassurance. So I can't call myself this like confident person. But at the same time, are we saying that you have to be this 100% confident person to be called a confident person? They don't know. No one exists like that. We all need positive. Yeah, I would say that I'm pretty... Confident is such a hard word to use. I would... (laughs) What I would say is like I'm pretty comfortable in my skin. That's what I would say. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. What about you? So, like I was saying earlier, I certainly... Like, I'm like, I'm not cocky at all. I'm the opposite of cocky. I could probably be a little more cocky and everything would be great. But in that way we were discussing of how I can get into this whole world inside my head of how I'm just blameless and I never do anything wrong and I'm so logical and and well-meaning and well-intentioned, that's where I think that's where my cockiness takes form because it's not actually true and I'm giving myself an inflated position. But does that get manifested anywhere, really? Like, does anyone see that? I think subtly. Subtly. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe like with your sister in you that know, example of where you were like, whatever. Right. I've had like, whenever I get into disagreements with friends, I think my cockiness sort of takes the form of I'm in the right and they're in the mm-hmm. wrong. Interesting. Interesting. Um, right. So, but, and then confident, I have confidence, but I don't think I'm the most confident person ever. I think I need a lot of reassurance from others. I have a hard time talking about my strengths. It's very, like, shame, it's, like, attached to shame. Like, I think saying good things about myself is sort of wrong, and I sort of Right, which I feel goes into a whole topic, which we're not talking about, which is, like, how is confidence like encouraged or discouraged in different cultures because i think that in the u.s there's so much like false pride like false modesty and then there's and then really confidence is kind of looked down on so it just takes the form of false modesty or something and then whereas now that i'm thinking about it maybe me being kind of matter of fact about some things doesn't feel so alien to how i've had the interactions i've had with people from other cultures so would you say like in european cultures or latin cultures there's a little bit more of a an acceptance of sort of saying your strengths matter of factly maybe okay for example i met this guy on the train yesterday and he was french and that aside i mean he was very he was very sweet but whatever i mean whatever the whole point is is not that um and he was telling me how he has friends visiting him and they're like really happy because they're like in his apartment which overlooks central park that is like a huge thing it's like probably the most expensive view of the whole of new york city so i don't know what how what apartment you know what i mean but he was so matter of fact about it he wasn't bragging about it for a second are you sure he wasn't dropping that i'm sure Come on. I'm sure. 
How are you because sure? Because you feel it. No, you I'm not sure. I'm as sure as I am about the fact that I think you love me, Lauren. <laughs> what I mean is, what? Okay, my fucking so just, intuition, my understanding of human okay. beings told me. <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. I shouldn't have No, I'm not sure. <laughs> he just seemed very matter of fact and not dropping Correct. that information trying Correct. to win your Correct. favor. Interesting. And I don't believe um, an American person would have said it in the same way ever. Oh, my gosh. You know, this just brought to mind this. I was reading an article about people who go to Harvard <laughs> and how it already know if you've sounds like stuffy. encountered this. Yeah. I don't know if you've encountered this, but there's a common thing that Harvard grads do, which is if you ask them where they went to school, they'll say, I went to school in Boston. Oh, I do that with my college. Oh, you do I the say same Philadelphia. thing. <laughs> Little snotty pants. But That's why? A I don't want example to be. Of American, right? It's American false modesty. If you think your school is so great that you don't want to make someone else feel small by saying its name, you already have a problem. Why? But you I know? don't feel like I have a problem. I really don't want to... Why? Why is that a problem? Like, I'm actually curious. You're... Like, what's the problem? Because you're... I mean, by the way, I don't always not say it. But, like, depending on the circumstance, I'll say it or I won't. Sure. Okay. Here's the argument to be made against that. Mm -hmm. You you basically believe... Right. That you are better, and so you better not say it. Right? If you didn't even have a problem with it, you would just say it. And be like, I went to Harvard, you went to... Podunky, college town, college, and it's fine. Who cares? Who cares? A degree is a degree. Right, 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 right. But mm-hmm. and and it's obnoxious. I've I've encountered like Harvard people that do that, and it's just like I know it's not some like secret. I know where you went. Like oh, you're the only people who say you go to school in Boston instead of saying Boston University or Boston College or Tufts or you know what I mean. They they're like they have this like whole coy thing, which is just right. Get over that makes sense. Get over. I yourself. mean, I don't know. You know, I wonder because I never felt smart being at Penn. Do you know what I mean? Oh, right. I never felt small, t- small, t- <laughs> smart. I didn't feel small t- at Cornell either. Right. So I don't feel like I associate myself so brilliantly with my college. Do you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> I was the best student yeah. and I'm not going to say where I went. Like, I'm more like, I'm like, I barely passed. <laughs> I barely got my degree. And you might judge me for where you think, what it, you think it means for where I went to school. So can I just be a little small and tell you Philadelphia or something? Like, I don't, like, I feel like there are moments and moments, but I can see how I can very, I very much take your point. I think it's great. Like, it kind of encourages yeah. me to never so- do it again. I know it came from a good place. <laughs> you say add-on <laughs> defensive. <laughs> Pacifying add-on. Um, yes. Anyways. Well, so, so yeah, I think the Americans do have that, that whole, like, let's downplay our, our strengths. When really, it just means that you think those strengths are so amazing that you can't, you don't want to, like, Yes, and I call like, people out on that, that quite a bit. Good because it you. annoys me. Ah, I know. Like, they're it's like, really oh, annoying. like, I've been on vacation here, here, here. And I was like, 
So you don't work, you've been on vacation the whole, you know, like, whatever, just gonna pretend <laughs> that this is normal. <laughs> right, right. Ugh. So go on. Um, well, so anyway, um, I was thinking we could play a game called Cocky or Confident. Mm. <laughs> and we could do them with different How celebrities. Creative. Yes. We, we don't have no, much I love time it. for many of them, but okay. I just thought I'd throw some our way okay. and see what we think. Okay, cocky or confident, Taylor Swift? Uh, I think confident. I don't really know that much about her. I bet her apparently, I she's so know. talented. She is so. talented. I give her a big old Yeah, coffee. yeah, me too. Good. She's a That's conf. good. Great. <laughs> All right. And uh, cocky. Confident. Oh, ew, cocky. You think she's... You think oh she's my cocky? god, that's like the best example of cockiness. She's the best example of false also. modesty, I think. Yeah. So, all right, she gets a cocky. Sorry, Anne. I mean, I know you're trying to redeem yourself, and you, I do like her better. Than what? I no, did. Princess Diaries is when I liked her, and then everything's been a downfall. I still need to watch. And of that movie. whatever. What? I've never watched it. And you know <laughs> Wait what? Wait a minute. We need to finish the Prince and Me. <laughs> we started that movie when Mayan was visiting me, and it was absolutely entertaining. If you guys haven't seen it, if you're girls and feeling like you want to be 15 again, watch it. It was great. It, it was, was so Ju- Julia Stiles with a round little yes. face, round, flat little little yeah. cat face, and a pretty handsome blonde guy. Who God only knows who he is, we where he is know. now. <laughs> he's, he's, he's and he's not certainly not anymore. the Prince of Denmark or whatever he was claiming <laughs> to be. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, it's on Netflix, guys, if you want to watch it. If you want to waste Check a couple it out. Hours. It's pretty yeah. good. Who else? All right, here's a great one. Robert Downey Oh, God, Jr. that's really tough because I feel like he has a right? thousand reasons to be confident but I don't really like his co- – and I actually like his cockiness. I'm so, like, amused by it. But I think he's a little cocky. I think – right. I think the way he comes across is just – I'm sorry. That's called cocky. He's also confident because he does have skills. But it's like you, – you you think you're the shit. You're not the shit. You're great. But, like, you act like you're – Right. I mean, it's so hard because when cockiness is mixed with – an amazing sense of humor you love it it's so attractive right that's the thing that's what he has going on like this friend of mine who's cocky has a terrible sense of humor like actually terrible and so i'm like (laughs) yeah but speaking of robert down jr i followed him on facebook like his fan blah 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 and i have to say i unfollowed him and unliked him because it was so fucking cocky was it his own? Like, was he really doing it, or was it like? Fans? It seemed like his own. I think you, if I if my poor memory serves me incorrectly, <laughs> as it always does. <laughs> well, sorry, Robert Downey. I I love you. I've loved you since the film Only You, and you were probably high the entire time. I I've loved you from then to your redemption as. Hollywood's golden boy, but you've always been cocky. Right. That's the thing, though. I don't think it sounds like an insult to him. 
you're like, I'm sorry, no. Yoli, but I'm like, that's not insulting. He's like awesomely cocky. You're... Whereas Anne Hathaway is like, throw her over a bridge cocky. Oh, God. Sorry, Anne, I don't feel that way about you. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would like to Great. move on. I would like to ask some oh, advice. for me? Yeah. Yeah, for my for ghost you, behind the world. Me? Yes. I, as most people know, am not great at mailing anything out oh ever. God. And I want to know, is it okay to not send a thank you card in the mail <sighs> like you do for very God. many things if you give a verbal or written like email or text thank you? First of all, I think it depends for who and what. So... There are like, for example, uh, wedding, you know, and bridal showers and baby presents, maybe, Lauren? Is that mm. where we're heading? Oh, Jesus <laughs> I feel like Christ. there's there are cultural standards around that. I and know. so I think... I wish I do not. And I feel like them. it's nice to follow them because I think people expect them or whatever. But, yeah, I mean, for me, I get a thank you for a gift that I gave for a wedding. I'm like, there it is. Thank you. You're welcome. Tear up. Toss. I mean, I could give a shit if I get it, but... But there right. is a part of me that's like, oh, they, I never got a thank you. Even if I don't give a shit when I get, like, I, I check my mailbox, like, once every two weeks. I hate the mail. Really. <laughs> I hate so, it, too. So, I feel like if there's, like, very strong societal standards for it, then I think you can do yeah. as you wish. But, for example, I have a friend, um, Deb. Oh, Deb. Everyone knows about Deb. So, Deb always yeah. sends a thank you after she comes, like, here for dinner. Like, a thank you in the mail. And it's so sweet and amazing. I'm not gonna do that. I'm sorry. Like, thank you for dinner, Deb. I text her the next day, but she does it, and that's just her thing, and it's amazing. You know, but I'm not gonna do it, and I don't think she expects me to either. Sure. But I feel like if there's a strong societal thing, I think do it. I know, but what's the resistance? Why such a resistance when it's so like obviously? societally pressured the resistance is like a little petulant child in me that's like but i don't have everyone's address and i don't have stamps and like i'm gonna forget to buy stamps and then i have to remember to it's wow. like this multi-step thing where i'm not set right. up for the written correspondence and so it's like there's this huge hurdle whereas i imagine all these people have like their little rolodex of all their friends you know physical addresses and their special little stamp pile where that's where i disagree stamps. for example when duncan and i sent out thank you for the wedding and for coming or, or thank you for the presents for the wedding we set ourselves yeah. up it was annoying like we had to go and buy a fucking pile of stamps we had to order right. thank you cards we had to get people's yeah. mailing address and then we did it. So, but what I'm saying is like, yeah. it was a pain in the ass, but I feel like it wasn't like that was never not going to happen. Like that hurdle had to yeah. get jumped over. So I feel like, and I disagree that people are set up. That's where I think you're wrong. You're just saying everyone just bites the bullet. Everyone just goes it. and buys the fucking stamps, orders whatever cards they need to order, gets the fucking mailing addresses and just mails. Like, I think it's a pain in the ass for you're right. That's my opinion. Thank you for being my crew, my on, and keeping it real. Right, and, and that's actually a good point, because right now you're kind of like, I have it worse than others. I do. <laughs> Yet out. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. Okay. Bullshit. Great. So do Call you have out. a rant, rave, or a tip? 
I don't. I have a ponder. How dare you? That's right, folks. Bringing back the old ponder. <laughs> uh, it's underused, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do it more. Basically, I was thinking about um, maternity leave, and John Oliver, who does This Week Tonight, an amazing HBO. Yeah, um, I've seen it. Yeah, I've seen show. it a couple times. It, it's funny. Yeah, he's great. He's brilliant. He tackles all these sort of untouched topics that, like. Once he talks about it, you're like, wow, why haven't I oh, thought about awesome. this that way before? And he did that with maternity leave. And I was thinking about maternity leave in the U.S., and it really depresses me, but I've always kind of tried to stop feeling sorry for myself by saying, I decided to have a child. Why should other people pay for me to take time off with that mm-hmm. child? I should take care of myself. I should save up some money and I should take that time off and pay for it. And that's how I sort of like live in this country and not just hate the fact that I don't have paid time off. And then I started thinking about the fact that it's not really about the moms getting this time off. It's a public health issue. You are bringing a person into the world and if their mom is stressed out about how to make ends meet, how how are they going to pay the bills? How are they going to get over their, you know, the distress from labor or or surgery? You're basically like starting off these little babies with a stressed mother, which I think has long-term health (laughs) I believe. Mm -hmm. I hear it tell. So I'm sort of, it's kind of opening my eyes that the rest of the world is doing this, not just because let's give moms a break, but like this is a public health issue. This is the future of your country. Don't you want to get them started off in the best way possible when they're babies? Right. I mean, first of all, I think it's a great ponder. And I agree with um, with sus- like the, the, whole, the whole idea of like, this is your future. How, how do you not want yeah. the, to be the best future that you can have for your country? <clears throat> I very much yeah. agree with that. And I agree. So, I mean, I think for me where the lines get a little bit hazy is um there's so many factors right that that contribute to a child's well-being whether they get bullied when they're five even though they had a perfect upraising upbringing upbringing or whether they're being Mm -hmm. nourished well like the mom can be like on maternity leave and feed the child shit or like be chain smoking around him or like so you know there's all those things that i don't think that the future of the generation would be insured by by but is it but does it maximize yeah does it like does it is it is it what's best for the child to have a mother who is fully devoted to that child when he's a baby absolutely right it's giving an extra leg up the way that uh you know we have public the public school system is that going to ensure that every single person who goes through the public school system is going to be a happy, functional adult? No, but right, it and it's and, and I feel like where you go with that, it's almost like a, or what I'm getting from what you're pondering, which I think is great. It's like it's a philosophy of what you value for your society. Exactly. Right? You want... That's what I sort of stumbled right. on. What do we value? Apparently, not the health of our youngest and our most vulnerable. Right. Because you're not you're not um, creating an environment where the mothers can be in their best, as as available and as rested and as wonderful as they could be if they were getting supported by a society. 
and and talk about um even in utero leading up to the birth if a mother's stressed out about how am i going to feed myself and my child once i've given birth they're going to be stress hormones are going to be coursing through their body like you're just setting everyone up for less success Mm -hmm. so that's my ponder i'm curious to know what other people think oh the mom community will alight (laughs) yes rally to my cause it's great anyway on to more trivial matters. I have a tip, yeah. which is, um, oh, this is a really okay. tip rave. I feel like raves are always tips and tips are often always tips. Or yeah, tips are always much. raves. Just raves are not always tips. Right. Yes. So my tip is a recipe, um, which it's not called shakshuka, but I have come to call it shakshuka. Shakshuka is this like uh, Mediterranean dish where you kind of put uh, tomatoes and onions and you make like kind of like a pasta sauce in a way but then you cook okay. eggs in it and they get oh, like get yes. kind of fried in the sauce they're not fried it's just cooked yes. and you can put that in the oven yep. it's amazing so that is like the shakshuka dish but this is not a shakshuka dish I'm just calling it shakshuka because that's what it's gotten to be called around me it's really fucking tasty. I take onions and canned tomatoes, organic, and um, eggplant, which I soak and I stir fry, and I and then I add olives, soak mm-hmm. and what? soak in salt. Oh, you know to take out the liquid. I mean, people go back and forth about this whether it's good to do this for eggplants or not. Do you know this? You you put them no. before you cook them with salt, and it extracts all this like bitter liquid from the eggplant. Oh. Yeah, so the eggplant is less bitter, but people say sometimes, "Who cares? Don't you don't need to do it?" But I do it. So, anyways, it's this amazing sauce, which is so multi-purpose. You can have it with burgers. You can have it with pasta. Mm. You can have it with eggs in the morning. You can have it in quesadillas with like cheese. Like it is this amazing tomato sauce, which takes and I cook it for like five hours or something. It's this insane sauce, and it lasts forever. It's in the fridge. And it's like becomes a staple for any meal if you want. So I'm highly recommending. I'm putting the tip, and it's like great. Put the, yes, recipe, yes, the recipe up. I'm like my mouth oh, is good. watering now. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, thank you, Lauren. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today on our glimpse of brilliance, pillow talk, gossipist podcast. <laughs> We've rebranded, in case you haven't noticed. Um, so you can <laughs> check us out online. Our home on the web is glimpseofbrilliance.com. Our Facebook page is still facebook.com slash gossipist. Our handle on Twitter mm-hmm. is still gossipistmag.com, but not for much longer. Next week, it'll be all changed. Um, and you can look at our beautiful new logo, which we're bananas about. You can Love check it. us out on iTunes, which where you can search just as before for Gossipist or Glimpse of Brilliance. It's the same podcast that'll come up. And if you have a moment to rate us, write a review, it helps people find the show. And it's wonderfully encouraging to us. I just want to say it was so wonderful yesterday to run into a couple of friends of mine who both said that they were really nice fans of our show, which I had no idea about. So it's just lovely to have such encounters. And so thanks everyone for listening in. Any questions, ideas for show topics, concerns, you can email us at glimpseofbrilliance at gmail.